0: About cryptocurrencies. Should you have crypto in your retirement portfolio? On today's podcast, we will look at crypto. Does it make sense for you?
1: Money Matters USA with Fred Sage.
0: And you also need to work with your advisor to create multiple income streams.
1: You're at the right place for information every week regarding all the components of a successful retirement plan.
0: Asset allocation is really a driving force for how much your accounts are gonna grow.
1: Fred Sade is a financial fiduciary and retirement specialist.
0: I have to put the client's interest ahead of my own pocketbook at at all times. I must be able to justify why I'm making the recommendations.
1: Money Matters USA with Fred Fred Sade.
2: Hey, welcome to the podcast Money Matters USA with Fred Sade. Fred Sade, a retirement specialist, a trusted retirement specialist, a fiduciary, and uh, someone who has helped so many uh, ushering them into retirement with the right strategies for them. The firm, the fiduciary firm of the same name as the podcast, that is Money Matters USA. Fred, how are you today? I'm great, Dave. How are you? I'm ready to cut through the noise, but I tell you, in many ways, <laughs> you know how I feel when—because I know we're talking about cryptocurrency. Did you ever go through one of those, like, when the fair came to town and uh, they yeah. have the haunted houses and it's dark and you're kind of groping through there waiting, oh, yes. waiting for someone to jump out at you? And you yes. can't see a thing. That's how. Yes. That's me. <laughs> that's me right now.
0: Well, that's a fair look. That's a fair way uh, to think. When I was a kid, I, uh, growing up in in Brooklyn, uh, sometimes I would go to the old Steeplechase Park in Coney Island, mm-hmm. and they had the House of Horrors, and, mm-hmm. and you were in the you were in the tunnel, and suddenly a hand would come out and get you. <laughs> ah! exactly i mean i was so so frightened at one time i just ran i just ran out i think i i think i threw away my nathan's hot dog i was running so fast
2: i know and it's kind of scary because you really don't know these people these are total strangers in the dark uh jumping out at you (laughs) but you know that's kind of how i feel on the subject of cryptocurrency i don't Totally understand it. I do know that it's something that people are into now, and I'm yep. interested to get your take on it. Maybe look at uh, a bit of history too. I know you've got some information prepared for the podcast today. Just why do we even why do we have digital currency? Maybe that's a good starting point.
0: Yeah, I think I think it is. The uh, this is a quick version of the backstory. It's because the. Federal Reserve during the Nixon and Ford administrations kept printing money like like it was going out of style, and they needed to keep the printing presses rolling in order to prop up the administration because consumer prices were rising. And I can remember, I needed to buy a clock radio, and I went to the radio, the uh, well, I would say the appliance store. Mm-hmm. And the the, um, salesman said, here are two radios. They're identical. The only difference is the dial, the the face for the numbers is green and the other one is red. Do you know what the difference is? And I said, yeah, red and green. Hmm. He said, no, there's a serious thing here. The green one is under price controls. So if you buy the green one, you're going to pay like $5 less. The red one, because it has a red face, that that is a change and that that allows us to pass through quote unquote an increase in cost. So that that would cost five dollars more. Which do you want? I said I'll take the green the green (laughs) one. Of course of course you did. Wow. You know, I mean there's
2: so much there. First off, maybe you mentioned Nixon. So that was in the Nixon administration we went off the gold standard, right?
0: Yes, we we did. Uh, Nixon, Nixon couldn't resist the temptation to uh-huh. manipulate the currency, and uh, he, he needed to keep the printing presses uh, going. Okay. And if we had a gold standard, that uh, would have limited his ability to manipulate the currency. So he needed to get rid of it. And then, of course, Paul Volcker uh, stayed on uh, after the Carter administration. He stayed on in the Reagan administration and as we all know, uh, Paul Volcker squeezed inflation out of the system, and and we had a lot of really uh, good years. Well, okay. We know that uh, the media talk about the that the Federal Reserve is independent uh, from the Treasury, but we also know that the Federal Reserve is under enormous pressure to follow and fund a, a really socially focused monetary policy. And we also know that the Fed has gotten out of its lane and it's even sort of dabbled in fiscal policy. And of course, it was pushed back in its lane by Treasury Secretary Yellen. So Howell, so- who is the mm-hmm. uh, current Secretary of the Treasury, is up for reappointment. In January of 2022, now he has been recommended very highly for reappointment by Secretary Yellen. They, they like each other. They get along with each other. They work well uh, with each other. But if he's going to be reappointed, it's impossible for him to really pull back from an accommodative monetary policy and survive and get reappointed. With one exception, and that exception is if inflation really runs away. Now we know it's heated up, and it's uh, persisting longer than what we were told, which is that it's transitory. But there's no definition of transitory. So, if it if inflation does run amok, then the amount of political pain that President Biden is going to experience is going to be a lot greater than the amount of pain and pressure that the progressive Democrats can put on him to create a European-style cradle-to-the-grave welfare state. So just to pull this together a little bit, what we're talking about is, is really the printing of money, the issue of inflation, and since you can't, as you pointed out, exchange a dollar for gold, what backs the dollar? Well, basically, it's the full faith and credit of the United States government and the gross domestic product, that is the production of goods and services uh, that the economy uh, produces. So it's kind of so, like
2: the US has a really, if you look at it in an individual terms, the US. has a really high credit rating. and so mm-hmm. the, the, the the credit ceiling uh, and where you could max out the card is raised. Is that right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Defaulting is theoretically possible. But if any president defaulted, he would certainly be a one-term president. The the amount of political heat would would be unbearable. What would it do to the dollar? It would destroy the dollar uh, as a medium of exchange, a store of value, I mean, it, it, it would just uh, depreciate and devalue you know, the dollar. We're already under a lot of pressure, you know, as, as it is. The, the, the Russians and the Chinese, the Chinese especially, oh, yeah. you know, want to substitute a basket of currencies in which the yuan, their currency, would be the dominant currency. So th- they're putting us under uh, a lot of pressure that we have to face up to. Uh, be, because they they are, um, they're they're out to eat our lunch. I don't know how else to, you know, to put it. I'm trying to be crude, but but they're they they want to replace us uh, as as the world's dominant superpower in in every in every respect. That shouldn't come to any, you know, uh, light bulb moment. But it does have it does have significant uh, considerations. You know. Talking, uh, using this as a way to segue into cryptocurrency. Um, why, why would you, why would you want to have an alternative currency? It's kind of a straw man, if you will. But if you're sick and tired of politicians and central banks manipulating uh, currency. Uh, and you don't want to follow the rules and there are rules for international trade international finance rules that govern how the dollar moves internationally uh, can you create a, a a digital currency that's going to be accepted uh, in throughout the world
2: well, well the, and the problem is who's creating it it's yeah, not a, it's well, not a country creating it
0: well that's true now, the Ch- the chinese uh, are have created they have yeah but it's it's not widely accepted right now mm-hmm. but 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 what they want to do is is create let's let's just call it a digital yuan a digital version of their currency and you can immediately see the possibilities for you know for control because once you digitize the monetary supply you you have absolute control you know it's in everybody's account you know every transaction now whether regardless of of, of how you're actually uh uh recording uh, the these transactions you you'd know everything and um that that has a positive yeah, but it also can, can have sinister implications. We, we do know that the SEC chair, Gary Gensler, uh, is in favor of a digital exchange-traded funds. So it would be a security that would trade. And if it's going to be traded, it can be regulated. Now, there's a problem with this because if the trading is halted or suspended, in which it could be, and if, if the market was in freefall or was in a major cor- uh, correction and, and the trading was halted, you could be trapped if you're an investor and you could lose all or part of your investment. That wouldn't be very good. Well, the other, the, the other alternative is to look at digital currency like Bitcoin, which right now is treated as a commodity. And it's taxed because it is a commodity, is for capital gains. It's not so, looked at
2: as a currency as much as a commodity. Yes, what, okay. that,
0: that, and what Gensler is talking about would be a security, and and so it, it would be taxed as a, you know, as a security. So, right right now, um, digital currencies are really speculative. And and so your first decision is, do I want to speculate? And if I do speculate, how much can I afford to lose, just in case? So they, it's it's a it's a commodity type uh, investing, and that, that's where it that's where it belongs in with other commodities, uh, you know, such as uh, silver or other uh, precious metals. And uh, do I want to invest in that? So do I understand what, what the what the risks are? And and it's it's not necessarily, you know, the, the two minute or, or thirty second commercial that I see uh, on on cable uh, TV. So that's my first decision. I I, I am I, I want to speculate with a digital currency. Uh, let's assume that, and I'm I'm going to spe- I'm going to speculate with a certain amount of money, and I'm prepared to lose that money. That that is that that. Let's say it's a hundred thousand dollars. Make it a round number, uh, or simply let's say it's ten thousand dollars. But a hundred sounds better, <laughs> right? And um, I'm willing to lose it. So that's my risk premium: a hundred thousand thousand dollars. The second of all. Uh, what, what, what's the vehicle that I am going to put it in? Well, what are my choices here, whether it's Bitcoin, Ethereum, these non-fungible tokens, or wh- whatever, whatever, whatever it is I, I do, how can I buy it and how can I uh, inhold it? Well, your best bet is a, a self-directed retirement account. Now that's different than a traditional IRA because traditional IRA can certainly uh, handle all sorts of investments—stocks, bonds, mutual funds, ETFs, real estate—but uh, if I'm going to do crypto, it really should be in a in a self-managed, self-directed uh, retirement account. And, and these accounts are a bit more complicated, but but again, there there are platforms that you can uh, use some of them are the same platforms uh, that you would use uh, if for for regular uh, IRA uh, and and, um, and and the rules are a bit uh, different uh, in in that so you you would have investments that are usually not permitted in a traditional IRA or traditional. Roth account, and, and that might include cattle. And it might even, and since uh, it might be ownership in a sports team, you might want to put that into a self-directed IRA. It may come as a shock to uh, folks, but uh, when you depreciate uh, athletes, baseball players, hockey players, basketball players, you name it, uh, the sa- the rules that apply for cattle depreciating cattle uh, apply to sports pl- uh, players of you know professional athletes. Should I stop here? <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, well, you know, I was actually thinking of something else for the second segment too, and I wanted to get your take on it uh, with cryptocurrency in the world, and we'll talk too about some ways to could be best applied to if your retirement planning if that's a, if Fred thinks that's a good thing then how and at what level but the other thing too is i, I it's almost like the wild west now and yep. it's a town in the wild west that doesn't have a sheriff but we do know this because a tele, a, a, a telegram came in they telegraphed that a sheriff was on his way <laughs> to clean up the town. So that sheriff is riding in, riding his horse. He's still got a ways to go, but he's on the way. And that's the way I see it with the fact that regulations will come in. So maybe in the second segment, also if we could include where you see that going, where you see cryptocurrency going, period, in the future, and also taxes and how that will work in the future with cryptocurrency. And, And that's what we're talking about on the podcast. So there's more to come here on the podcast, Money Matters
1: USA. Do you ever feel like you are fighting for financial knowledge? You can get a copy of our hot off the press 401k survival guide or take advantage of a complimentary consultation valued at over $999. Contact Fred Sade at Money Matters USA, 800-593-8188. 800-593-8188.
2: Hey, we're back with Money Matters USA with Fred Sade. Fred holds a Ph.D. in economics from Duke University. He now is the founder and managing director of the fiduciary firm Money Matters USA and decades in the financial industry. Uh, well, over 25 years now, helping so many people and he focuses on retirement and all of the, the subjects of the podcast all they go back to retirement planning. even today's, we're looking at cryptocurrency and how and if that should be applied to your retirement planning. Interesting to get more Fred's take on this. And we talked about the sheriff coming into crypto uh, currency city. Instead of Dodge City, there's no sheriff in town, but he's on no. the way. Do you, do you feel like the sheriff's on the way? That the sheriff being regulations? Do you feel like that's yes. on the way?
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I I think the Biden administration intends to impose uh, some regulation uh, that uh, particularly uh, in on the transaction side of being able to understand the transactions, and also to be able to tax these uh, transactions as they uh, occur. How are they taxed Uh, now?
2: I mean, how does that work now?
0: Right now is capital gains, long or short term. How will Uh, that change, do you think? I I don't know that um, the ownership of, of Bitcoin and anything of that type uh, as long as it continues to be treated as a commodity, I'm not sure that that, that is going to uh, change. What will change is the creation of digital assets uh, as an investment, uh, as a security, an investable security. And, and that, uh, that will also be subject uh, to, to long- or short-term uh, capital gains, but it will also make it possible to trade uh, on these. And if they do trade, then that means you can you can buy options uh, on them, which you really can't do right now. Uh, you know, on these digital uh, assets. So uh, I, I think um, against, uh, Chairman Gensler, the SEC, has it in his head. That he wants to make wants to regularize and regulate uh, these, and and you know it, it, sometimes the the uh, trading in these currencies gets so hot, it's like it's like a fire and there's no water. Like, like you're in the middle, you got a fire in the middle of the desert and there's no water, so you you have very volatile pricing uh, changes with these digital uh, currencies. And it may, it may be that you're buying and selling them in, on a basis that's involuntary. And uh, so all of a sudden, uh, you, your holding period is less than one year. And now it's, you're being taxed as, as ordinary income. And, um, you know, the, 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 these digital currencies can go up. I'm exaggerating. a little, go up a thousand points and go down a thousand points, because at midnight somebody tweets something, um, you know, on on Twitter, and uh, this person has a big following, and all of a sudden, uh, all of a sudden, the the currency, uh, the currency drops. But you know, if if you want to take a flyer and you can afford to lose your investment. Uh, it it makes it makes sense if you in, in those circumstances to to put some money into, did, into the into into a digital uh, currency. It doesn't have to be Bitcoin. It could be an, an, could be Ethereum, uh, which works a little bit differently. What do you like uh,
2: the best and what you know of it? Everybody talks what? about Bitcoin, but it's just one. I. It's like the Band-Aid or the Kleenex of cryptocurrency. You know how when a product is so well-branded, people start referring to anything that's of that nature as that brand name.
0: Yeah, like Xerox or Kleenex. Right, uh, right. Yeah. Um, You know, in full disclosure, I do not own any uh, cryptocurrencies, and I have no real interest in, in purchasing uh, in purchasing them. And, and it's 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 not a holier than thou attitude. But obviously there is criminality uh, involved in, in these transactions, but there are crimin- there's criminality involved, uh, you know, using our paper money sure. too. So sure. I don't I'm not I'm not overwhelmed, you know, by by that. There's particular. been a lot of criminality
2: well, with paper money over Yeah.
0: The years. yeah. So yeah. Man. you know uh, you know the uh, bank banks frequently large deposits they they run it they run a drug test on on you know on the paper uh, just to see if it uh, you know was it was kind of if it was drug money right. uh, yeah or yeah they do that mm. uh, uh, regular uh, regu- at uh, you know as uh, as a matter of uh, as a matter of course huh. uh, so um the you know the the if if you get a big run-up you know, in in a digital currency, the temptation is going to be to, you know, uh, uh, you know, take your winnings off the table. And if you, and if the typical investor, uh, if 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 the currency is dropping, you know, they're going to want to run to safety, and they're going to sell, and that that's going to, that's a taxable uh, e- event. So I I I I think there's some. Point to saying, okay, if you want to put your toe in the water and put some money here into this particular asset, just not correlated with any of your other assets, then go ahead and do it. But okay. if, you're, if you've got, you know, 500, 600,000 in, in, in an IRA or a 401k, then it doesn't make any sense uh, to do that. Uh, because the, 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 you're you're just going to get by at six hundred uh, thousand. You're just going. It's going to be just just, uh, and and that assumes that you know that um, you know th- there isn't going to be much in the way of a legacy, uh, in the event that there is serious illness or the need for long-term care. And and I you know we have to always mention that because people look at themselves at age sixty. Uh, and I can't imagine what they're going to be like at age eighty-five. You're not going to be the same person at right. eighty-five that you were at at sixty. The the uh, uh, even at fifty-five, uh, you're different than you're going to be at seventy. So you you have to you. I, I hate to keep on pounding on this, but but it's so vitally uh, important because because of the expense. Involved and people misunderstand and think that the federal government's going to pay for it. They don't. It, it, uh, long-term care is not covered by Medicare. Right. So um, the uh, it, so I I think you know as as a practical as a practical matter, if if you have over a million uh, in in assets and you want to put ten uh, percent of those assets to a digital currency that's that's fine. So kind of a toe uh, in the water diversification yeah. approach. Yeah yeah, and I, I think you know I think you're you're adding another asset if you're if you're in a diversified <laughs> or managed portfolio on some of your money, you already ha- you have or you should have exposure uh, to some commodities like like gold, silver, platinum, copper. Uh so uh, this is this is this is a different a different animal uh, than that but yeah put your tone where, where
2: are we I mean, going with this Fred because you know um, I never have cash on me and I know that's different. Um, I'm just leading up to it. Um, I didn't get that way overnight. I just never have cash on me anymore. Uh, yeah. I've never have paper money and certainly not coinage. so where are we going with cryptocurrency what do you see as the future of that?
0: I, I think it's going to be on our, our phones, our PDAs. A lot of companies um, are
2: accepting it. And what was that NFL player that wanted to be paid in it?
0: Bitcoin. That's, that's right. And there are even some auto dealers that are advertising that they will accept Bitcoin mm-hmm. uh, as, as payment uh, for, you know, for a car. Now, you're talking about an expensive car. The, the other thing is that bit, Bitcoin can be fractionalized. Uh, and and, and there's, we thought at one point that there was a finite number of Bitcoins. And Bitcoin says, oh, yeah, 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 there is a finite number. What they didn't tell us is, is that the finite number is a function of the decimal system. Until the <laughs> decimal system runs out of Oh, numbers, come on. Uh, because yeah, don't you really need that finite number to give it value? Well, uh, is, it, is it a store of value? And is it a medium of exchange? That's, uh-huh. that's part of the, that's very good because, uh, that's a good point, Dave, because there is a real debate about whether or not uh, digital currency, whether Bitcoin, Ethereum, any of the other digital currencies uh, are truly a, a store of value or are truly um, anything or really a medium of exchange. Yeah, And, and especially the store of value. There's a real argument uh, about that, so uh, I I think you know there's just you know a lot of, a lot of noise uh, about this, and, and I think um, you know we'll probably get a lot more noise coming out of the fact that uh, El Salvador just made uh, Bitcoin uh, legal tender, but but this was this was really done by them to circumvent. Uh, the U.S. dollar and, uh, and also to be able to uh, inflate their currency because while uh, they say you can exchange Bitcoin for, uh, for, the, for the U.S. dollar, in fact, you cannot. You, you, you get, you get a, a U.S. dollar denominated coin, uh, but, but which, uh, which they may change the name of at some point, uh, but and they may also change its its peg value uh, to the uh, to the dollar. That remains to be seen. it looks like they're they're, they're using uh, this technique of a digital currency and, and the uh, dollar denominated coin uh, as a way to repeat uh, Argentina's uh, you know runaway. Uh, spending, so I think this is a matter of stay tuned here yeah. and, and see what happens. And I noticed that the uh, uh, business cable channels, while they while they give you the first part of the sentence that uh, El Salvador has developed has uh, adopted Bitcoin, they don't give you the rest of it, uh, which, which is which is why um, you need to need to know a little bit more about this. So it's it's not it's not a benign. Uh, event and the uh, the political class there has something up their up their sleeve.
2: To be continued. We'll certainly yeah, continue it, it, to follow this. And yeah, you know, it. you know what I miss—the good old days of the barter system. You know where, <laughs> you know, I need some seeds, and I've got a perfectly good chicken here, and right. that made sense because the seeds have value, unless they were the jack and the beanstalk seeds, and the and the chicken has value. <laughs> Uh, and but and, yeah. but it's up to you to determine is is that chicken worth me giving this up? I mean,
0: so they had to well, kind of well, I guess they had to they had to barter.
2: <laughs> that was it. It was well, the bartering I, I, system. Yeah,
0: you know, I remember my father's doctor saying to me when I was a kid uh, during the depression, people couldn't pay, so they, they did. They paid with with chicken. Yeah, they, they, chicken. They paid, You know, uh, I'll, I'll I'll paint. You know, a room of, of your home or your apartment. Yeah. Uh, or I'll, I'll do some plumbing for you. I mean, there was <laughs> there was a barter system. I collected uh, back in the depression. Uh, you know, a lot
2: most people collected baseball cards. My friends and I collected football cards, and oh. and I know if I if I wanted a this is back at the time if I wanted a Joe Namath who was the hot ticket back then, quarterback one. If I wanted a Joe Namath, I had to give up a sizable amount of cards to (laughs) trade for that Joe Namath. Uh, Um, But now, you know, so I understand that there's value in the trade, even with the barter system. There's value to our dollar. It's not gold, but
0: there's value to it. Yeah, there is. The dollar is a store of value, and one of the concerns when we have – uh, effective devaluation through printing money and through inflation. Inflation is a silent thief, yeah. uh, and that's why it's called a silent thief because it causes devaluation and harms purchasing power. So uh, all of these are relevant, you know, uh, issues. And you know, the, you know, it's, it's basically stay tuned. We we will, you know, revisit this, uh, you know, this this subject. Yeah. Uh, j- you know, i 've just uh, finished up a a course on on digital currencies and uh, learned more than I ever really wanted to know, <laughs> but I thought it was necessary mm. uh, so that i I would know uh, about it and uh, because clients do ask me. Uh, about uh, about digital currency. Oh okay. yeah, and, and they're going to.
2: I'm sure that's going to increase as as time goes I, on. I th- yeah. I think
0: so. Well, I you know I have great concerns where you know people at five to six hundred thousand total. I for them, uh, I, my advice is stay away from digital currency. I think it's appropriate for them. Over a million, uh, I think you you could put uh, you know t- as much as ten percent. In uh, if if you're at uh, two to five million, if you want to put twenty percent in, uh, fine. But most most people, I find, even at that half uh, sixty to a hundred thousand, is pretty much <clears throat> in with the understanding that you know they could lose it all, but they won't. It, it's taking a flyer, you know, on it. It's like yeah, buying a sweepstakes right, ticket. Right. Uh,
2: if I win, mm-hmm. I win. If I lose, I lose. Well, that's it. And if it's a toe in the water approach, you just want to make it where you. Yeah, just, just monitor your risk and as you would in anything. Thank you yeah. for doing this, Fred. And, uh, we'll continue to do this because your knowledge, uh, at least to me, it kind of trickles down and I'll pick up a little something every time we talk. So. Uh, today, I picked up a little more information on cryptocurrency. We'll find out what it will be next week, but we do thank you for staying with us on the podcast. Uh, by the way, Money Matters USA, and you can reach Fred at 800-593-8188. Any questions, eight hundred five nine three eighty one eighty eight. Like, rate, subscribe, and stay with us on the podcast. Money Matters USA.